Rob Grimm, we're like an educational powerhouse of photographic pixels. We are. We are like... How do you feel about that? The last I feel good about that. Are you kidding? It's been a ton of work for all of us, so you, I feel good about it. Are you finally ready to get on that bearskin rug? Um, we'll have to qualify that. Am I ready to get on a bearskin rug? Yes. Without clothes and photographers around? No. We have so many photographers lined up. For I know. It's this. it's nuts. It's it's making me crazy. Justin and everybody wants to photograph me yeah. naked on a bearskin rug. Well, not completely naked. It's implied nude. It's you, impl don't yeah, yeah, you, know, you don't see the Frank and Beans. You don't see the Frank and Beans. He regretted that. He no, regretted he doing that. But he didn't do it for him. He did it for us. He did it for us, but he regretted it. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. It's he a, said it. Is, Look it up. This is for us. Dude, was, I got daughters. I'm not going to do that. Oh, come on. Come All on. Right. So, Rob Grimm. Yes. ProEDU.com is no longer RGGEDU.com. No. No. We did scratched that out, and we wrote PRO instead of RGG. Right. Yeah. We got rid of two of the letters. We kept the one R. It was still good. It was good. The other, the others were a little long in the tooth, so we had to get rid of it. Yeah, but, we yeah. dropped the G's. We kept an R. Yeah, we added a P. Yeah, we added an O. Oh, and then we invented streaming. Yeah, we came out with you can stream all everything from your phone, from your right. iPad, from your computer. And while you're streaming, you can eat our newly invented crack flavored Pringles. Yeah, you could stream while you're in class. Just put some headphones on. Right. You could stream while you're on the bus. You know that that stream Pringles dispenser that you yeah that invented. I, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Will that work? Like, if you're in class, can you have that in like the quadrangle, and will it shoot Pringles all the way into your classroom into your mouth? Will that GPS system work that far? No, Rob. Don't, there's a eight foot distance. No, well, then that's not a good invention because it should go for well, you don't at least know that. half you a mile. You haven't tried it yet. I don't want to try it until Pringle can shoot a half a mile. I'm not. Uh, why would I do it? Maybe it, maybe a kilometer, but yeah, we could probably do a kilometer. I stopped using miles. I only really, you're on the metric system. Yeah. look at you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be advanced. Trying yeah. to be like the rest of the world. Yeah, we were supposed to do that here in the U.S. and by 1977, it never happened. You know what we did do by 2019? Yeah, we invented streaming. We invented streaming. <laughs> so There's awesome. streaming. If you guys want to learn about streaming and what this thing is. Go to ProEDU.com and you can stream all of our tutorials for one low monthly cost. Or you can even pay per year and save even more money. That, that's crazy. Yeah. Discounts, value add, Yep. half off this, half off that. It's yep. This is crazy. And We've lost our minds. I dare you to find another educational platform that makes better content than us. There's nobody that does. There's not. It's impossible. It's finally time we came out and said it. Yeah. There are places that have more content. Not yeah. good. It's not good. No. You don't want to. No. no, you don't need more content. You need good content. You need good content. You need to get your learn on, and you need to learn some good stuff. Go to proedu.com for good stuff. That's PRO. That should be our, that should be our tagline for good stuff. All right, let's change it. Yeah. All right. Done. Boom. Welcome to the Pro Edu podcast, where Rob and Gary talk and drink with your favorite photographers. So grab yourself a cold sarsaparilla. Saddle up. In this episode, we're joined with Ella Grace Bell, which you do a lot of different work. How would you describe the type of photography you do? <laughs> um, I guess mostly fashion and beauty would be like the easiest way to describe it. <laughs> um, but I'm kind of all over the place. I do like e-com as my day job. Um, I work for like a smaller-ish Canadian jean company. Um, so I've been there for about a, for just over a year. 
Um, and then in my spare time, I do all my fashion and beauty work. Where are you based out of? Vancouver, BC. Vancouver. So let's back up. How did you get into, how did you get into this industry? Okay. Well, I've been doing like painting and drawing and stuff since I was really little. Um, same with like music and everything. So I've always just kind of wanted to do something creative. Um, and then when I got to university, I was actually doing, I did like my honors bachelor of fine arts. But when I got there, I realized I'm actually really bad at drawing, <laughs> like really bad at it. And I just didn't realize until that point. Um, Did you just have like an overly positive mom growing up? Yeah, you, definitely. Like, oh, this is great. I love yeah. that. Well, was, the, her whole thing was she was like, you're better than me, so you must be great. Which I love her for it. But um, so I get there and I'm like so proud of my work and I hang it up on the wall and I'm like, oh, this is really bad. So I had to look at another format to like get my like creative vision out of my head onto paper or like on the screen so I started experimenting with photography and like photoshop and just kind of went from there um started out doing like super weird self-portraits and then from there somehow got into weddings um started weddings doing are like the gateway yeah to photography it really is Wait, yeah let's go back to these super weird portraits what was super weird about them oh uh, well they're, I mean not like super weird I guess but just like a lot of levitation stuff and like I I used to collect all these little tiny drag dragon figurines, mm -hmm. so I would like Photoshop them like real big into the pictures and stuff like that. And just those like, are from whales. Yeah, we from did whales. learn that actually in an earlier. Dragons podcast. come from whales. Did you know that? Wouldn't it be the other way around? Mm -mm. Aren't they like more dinosaur? -y? I don't know. No, they're from whales. Okay, and they live there. That's sweet. They do. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. Whales. As whales, in, like, the, the place, not the animal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. I was really confused for a second there. <laughs> Where'd you go to university? Uh, Lakehead University in Thunder Bay, Ontario. It's pretty small. Pretty, like, pretty basic kind of standard art program there. Like, not a lot of digital media. So I kind of had to um, convince my professors that I was not doing great like I was obviously not doing great my marks were showing it but I had to convince them that that was something I needed to switch so I ended up having to redo my last year um of like my like my last my fourth year which mm -hmm. was like your, your your big thesis project right. and I, I redid my whole last year with photography oh, cool. and I got way better mark <laughs> <laughs> and then I ended up moving to Vancouver to do a year of school at uh, Vancouver Media Arts um and they just kind of do like a general like photography program there but I needed to get out of the city because there's nothing for me in Thunder Bay and I needed to go somewhere where there'd be like more creative people to meet and better industry and better way better way to do it than go to school right, right. so Vancouver's you know, awesome but it, it's it. It, it's a film city it is I mean it's motion picture is Hollywood of the north mm -hmm. so uh, how do you find it for stills um I mean if you're doing headshot stuff it's great because mm -hmm. there's always people that need headshots there is a few there's a few photographers there that really do well with fashion stuff because they're always shooting editorials with like the actors and actresses that come in from out of town, so that works really well. Um, but it's it is tough sometimes, which is kind of why I got the gun into ecom because and you know you need to pay the bills. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of just like really editorial work lately with like uh, my fashion beauty stuff, just kind of building up my portfolio and just kind of seeing where it goes from there while doing e-com. How, how often are you doing the e-com stuff? Is that a weekly gig? Or are you in yeah, I'm there, well, I'm there 9 to 5, like Every day. Monday, Friday. Wow. All yeah. Right, yeah. That's full-time. It's full-time. Full yeah. Yeah. So what are you shooting all day long? Um, shirts, jeans, uh, neck like necklaces, sunglasses, like a whole bunch of stuff. Is this all figure on, figure above? No, we're doing it on model. Yeah. So we're, we kind of let them 
or sorry, they let us kind of experiment a little bit with lighting now. So we we're kind of like trying out different backgrounds and doing some fun stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's all one model except for some of the like product sunglasses. We do that kind of flat lay. Um, but yeah, it's all one model. So it's nice to get to like meet models and connect with them there and then I've now like been talking to agencies a lot, which is nice because I email them and I'm like, hey, can you send someone over to do this weird beauty shoot I want to do? And they're like, totally. <laughs> so you just so. have this endless amount of product and models just coming in yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, we shoot probably. Sounds great. Is, like, it, is it good? It's good. I mean, it's. <laughs> I was telling someone last night, it's like a kind of a weird mix of boring and stressful because it's the same thing like day in, day out, um, but with all different product. Mm -hmm. um, and like it's the same models that we use all the time and everything too. But then sometimes you get backlogged and then it's just never ending and you feel like you can't get on top of it because there's so much product or like something's not working in the studio and then it gets really stressful. But it's good. I mean, I like it. There's like days where I'm like sitting at my desk, like editing my endless amount of e-com photos, drinking coffee. And I'm like, man, I love my life. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it's a great and it's a great place to learn and get a lot of experience and understand the exactly. workflow of a, of a studio and how to how to you know stay on top of deadlines and make yeah. sure you're hitting the mark. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. It's a really good experience for sure. And I was working in a call center before that, so oh. so much better. Oh, that sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a hung up on a lot? Uh, yeah. 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 What, what were you doing there? I was working in an internet company. Cold calling? Uh, no, I was customer service taking calls? customer service okay. calls. Why is my internet so expensive? I don't Why know, because it is. So yeah. <laughs> it just is. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> so are you able to have clients outside of work or do you just shoot for yourself outside of your No, yeah, I do. Um, I've been doing some like model tests outside of, like on weekends, evenings, that kind of stuff. Um, when I get back home, I'm going to start looking into some of the makeup brands that are local and see if start like reaching out to them to see if they want to shoot some stuff. Um, hopefully, maybe potentially get some campaigns going. That'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of just like I feel like I'm just always working. Which, I mean, is normal yeah. <laughs> for freelancing, right? Yeah, it's very normal for freelancing. <laughs> yeah. You're never kind of off. No. Yeah. That's okay. I like it. Yeah. That's good. Do you think that you're losing any sort of, like, the passion? Like, when you have just this endless amount of the same thing day in, day out, do you find it hard to, like, you know, want to just keep going, you know? Definitely. There's days where I just, all I want to do is just drink a bottle of wine and just watch TV. <laughs> I just, I'm like being real here. <laughs> it's That's really great. hard sometimes. Um, it's kind of everyday for Rob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. He's always got a bottle of bottle it's whiskey. Of Pinot. Wine. It's yeah. Pinot. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big Pinot fan. <laughs> Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Big Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, you just kind of, you just kind of have to keep going and yeah. just keep looking for inspiration like in your daily life or just you know searching on the internet or what do you have to do to just kind of get yourself out of a rut and just go for it what um, does inspire you where do you find inspiration oh so many things like music for sure like certain certain parts of lyrics of songs like someone will say like a string of words together and i'll be like oh, idea and you know picture will pop into my head and i have to shoot it um just like walking down the street and i see like a cool location or the way like you know the lights falling through the leaves or something just it's just so many things everywhere. <laughs> I'm I'm like a very visual person, so I feel like I can just kind of walk around and I'll get inspired. But you have to motivate yourself to get off the couch to go outside and walk around mm -hmm. to do that. That's the hard part. <laughs> Are there other photographers that really inspire you? Oh, definitely. Like so many people here. I'm meeting so many people at this show. Um, 
that I've been wanting to be for so long because they're just like so inspiring to me and it's amazing. Like what? Bella Kotak is just like blowing my mind every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know her spirit animal is a little pomegranate dog? Yeah. Yeah. Pomegranate or Pomeranian? Pomeranian. Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination of a fruit and a dog. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the color of the Pomeranian. It's a, it's yeah. a, pom- fruit it's a, it's a pomegranate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your makeup in a lot of your beauty shots. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very creative. Is, is that something that you're driving that? Do you have a, a, an awesome team you collaborate with? Where does the makeup come from? Makeup is kind of a mix. Sometimes a makeup artist will come to me um, and just kind of be like, I have this weird idea and I want it, I want you to shoot it. There's not, a, there's not a ton of beauty photographers in Vancouver, so I kind of seem to collect all the makeup artists that want to do like crazy ideas. <laughs> um, You're so, the home for wayward makeup artists. Yeah, basically. totally. So sometimes I'm into it, sometimes I'm not. Like obviously the ones that have shot him into it um but I'm kind of like open to just like experimenting I don't want to just stick with like classic clean beauty because I feel everyone's doing that right now and it's beautiful and I want to do more of it but I it's kind of nice to also just kind of do some more creative stuff once in a while um and like I said I used to do weird self-portraits so I kind of feel like I'm sticking with the vibe of weird a little bit (laughs) are you still doing weird self-portraits nah no, you give it up? Yeah, I just can't be bothered anymore. What? There's not, not a Cindy Sherman in I you somewhere? I'm so sick looking at my face. <laughs> I just couldn't do you couldn't it anymore. Take it anymore? Yeah, That's no. interesting. <laughs> well, the wine was too easily accessible, and she's like, no, Netflix. I'm just going to yeah, no. sit down. Well, there's, a, there's a lot about looking at yourself. So what do you think you learned about yourself and yourself as a photographer looking at your own self-portraits? Uh, lighting, for sure. That was, like, the huge thing, because you're trying to do, like, lighting, and I did them all natural light, so it's... Lighting was a huge thing, like, to learn while doing it, and especially, like, composition and, like, what not to do, like, to Photoshop stuff out, because, like, I'm not a model. I don't have perfect skin. So that kind of stuff was, like, really helpful. Models don't have perfect skin either. Oh, God, Photoshop. tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I you know. Found that out, yeah. I know. But, yeah, there's just lots of, like, basically what not to do was the best part about doing self-portraits, because there's no one else there to, like, you know, not laugh or yell at your mistakes, but... No one else there to criticize you and be like, why would you do it that way? Right. Yeah. Where do, where do you think most photographers and maybe even retouchers go wrong with beauty? I, I see it done really poorly. Heavy what? makeup. I mean, when you're, uh, there's, there's times when you need it when you're doing the really kind of crazy creative stuff to get like the layers and layers of like when I did that painting kind of one. Um, she, that's what she did. She just like was putting layers and layers on, but then the makeup starts getting really goopy mm-hmm. and then you got to retouch out all the goopy bits um so definitely like light makeup is the way to go if you're gonna do it especially at least on the skin like the actual yeah you don't want goopy skin yeah oh my god that is bad i don't want goopy skin no it's the worst (laughs) it just looks so bad when you're zooming in and you're like oh god what have i done why did i let them do this (laughs) so let's talk a little bit about your hardware and your lighting that you use for sure for all 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 of this what's your go-to um i have a nikon d80 I just switched from the D700 because it was finally starting to die on me a little bit. Um, and I have one Alien Bees uh, B800. And pretty much all the work on my website is either natural light or one light. Um, with the exception of a, I put a gel shoot up recently on there and that had three. And that was the first time I've used more than one studio light in a really long time. <laughs> Why the D80? What is it about that camera that... 
or it's a D800. D800. Yeah, no, that one's old. I had yeah. that one like 10 years ago. It was good at the time. I was like, that's the OG camera. Yeah, it's super OG. It's like, it's not as OG as Jake Hicks's. Jake Hicks still OG. uses a camera from like 1983, refuses to get a new one. No, it's not 83 because it's digital. <laughs> you don't know that. I do know that. I no, was you around don't, You do not know that. You cannot say that. I can, definitively. Well, then his, which one is it? His camera is not from 83. It's probably from the late 90s. Though. Well, I got my yeah, first digital camera in 2006, so... What was it? D40. D40. Yeah, and then I went to the D80, and then the 300 or 300S, can't remember which one, and then the 700, and I've got the 800. There's got to be a simpler way for them to come out with camera names. It, there really must be. Just like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had that. Like, yeah. The D1, Back in the, day. the D2, and the D3. They don't have it anymore. They lost no. that love and feeling, Rob. <coughs> the F3. I don't know. Nikon, yeah. F3. F4, Did you have that? F5? Yeah, I had a 3, I had a 4, I had a 5. I, man, that 5 was killer. What's been your favorite camera of all time, Rob Grimm? My favorite camera of all time? Um, probably still my CNR 4x5. Why? Why? Because tilt shift is gorgeous. Tilt, tilt shift. Yeah, there's there's something amazing about having your film plane and your lens plane completely independent from one another. The amount of control that you have is sick. Um, you know, it's a massive. Do you still have that camera? No, I sold it off. I had three of them at one time. I sold them all off. Three of them? How much are they now? If you were to get them, new? Um, I don't know. A Cinar four x five is still probably like four grand. I would think. But you can find it on eBay real cheap. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> well they real actually, being like they hold their value surprisingly well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still love large format. Yeah. Never shoot it anymore. I've but. been buying a bunch of like Nikon, like film SLRs on uh, yeah. eBay recently. Just addicted sometimes, to it. Yeah. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. I got one in the shop waiting for me when I get back. <laughs> got to pick it up. Are you just collecting them? Or are you shooting with? No, them? I was shooting with them. Yeah. Um, I haven't been posting much of it because like, the one shoot that I really liked it didn't turn out because the camera was a little bit broken, which I didn't realize yeah. at the time. Um, like the shutter was sticking, which kind of sucked. Oh, but yeah, um, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. So what kind of film do you like to put through there? Are you doing <sighs> Portra? Portra. Right. Yeah, Kodak, um, T-Max mostly. Or I've got a whole bunch of like uh, really old um, – Oh, now I can't remember what the name of it. I've got a whole bunch of old black and white, like sitting in my fridge, like waiting to be used that I've had yeah. for like forever. It's probably super expired, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I, it'll still capture something. Definitely will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. where do you see the industry going? Hopefully, more sustainable. Like I notice that a lot in my day-to-day job. Like the clothes we make are not sustainable. The clothes aren't. The clothes are not. Why not? Uh, it's just like they're so bad for the environment. The like jeans. The, the way the, they're made, the where they're made, all that stuff. So I know that I'm probably not like the exact answer you're looking for, but hopefully, no, especially no, like cool. in fashion, like I really want it to go more sustainable. How can we make more sustainable clothing? It's like the fast fashion has to go, I, which unfortunately is like my job, but it, I mean, it's going to have to go or it's going to have to change completely to, to not like wreck the, the whole world, the whole environment. So what would be a good way to, to change it? Like how can we make clothes more sustainable without um, making them like completely terrible quality yeah um they're gonna have to like change where well where they're making them like you can't we can't make them in like third world countries anymore it's gonna have to be like handmade yeah which the quality would actually increase it it, but it's that the economics of it Mm -hmm. you can't you wouldn't have cheap clothes anymore that's the thing you'd have to pay you know like a hundred dollars for a t-shirt instead of 10 that's where it's gonna have to go to really like fix the whole sustainable issue don't or thrifting and straws 
Everyone should stop using straws. Yeah, they're like hurting Yeah, there's, there's a whole movement for that right now. That's great. Yeah. I, yeah. I love like seeing that. 80 mm-hmm. million straws or something. Are At used. like a day. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the, the guy in India? There's also um, there's a huge problem with uh, plastic cutlery in India. There's like the same amount as He made being those used. like edible forks. Yeah, it's like yeah. an edible like spork made from... Uh, it's like, ba- not, like not bamboo. What was it? Rice no. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some sort of like... Yeah. I think it was rice. I yeah. do not want to eat bamboo. Yeah. No. I mean, just the amount of floating plastic in the ocean. Yeah, that's it's really, miles and miles of it. It's and really just a crazy depressing. deep. Crazy deep. But How that d- might be where the money is in cleaning up the oceans. Rob, we should invent edible straws. Hey, there you go. What do you think? Shit, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? We'll do that after the... That won't be distracting at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that after the, the, the whiskey brand. And the whiskey we, brand is... Actually, to me, that's far more important to have a whiskey brand than an edible straw. You'll get a bottle of whiskey and it'll come with an edible straw. You can drink it out of... <sighs> yeah, okay. But the challenge in that is we have to make sure that the straw lasts to the end of the bottle. Yeah. Because you don't want it to be degrading while you're like drinking those paper it. ones. I hate those. Right? They just, they just start dissolving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With the milkshakes? Yeah. Every once in a while you get a milkshake and it's got the paper straw. Like, Good fuck. Like, just give a, me a spoon. This is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. So you do a lot of retouching as well. Where did you learn to retouch? Is that Was that at university or is that something you're just always working on? No. Um, pretty much everything I learned at university was useless. Up, it's useless now. <laughs> it's all like... Uh, like painting, drawing related, but uh, no retouching. I started teaching myself Photoshop when I after I got my first digital camera, um, like not even like my first SLR. Like I had like a, an Olympus point and shoot or whatever, and was just like messing around with that. Um, you know, superimposing backgrounds and changing the color of my hair or like whatever I wanted to do, and just kind of went from there. And and then the last couple of years, I've really gotten into like actual retouching, not just you know messing around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been watching a lot of like online tutorials and, um, like I follow critique, obviously he's amazing. So he's pretty awesome. Yeah. Anything he puts out, I like, I'm like, give me that right now. <laughs> I need to learn. Uh, Zoe Noble also has some amazing YouTube videos. So I've been watching those. Yeah. So where can people go to find out more about you and follow you? Um, I'm Creepily. at Ella Grace Bell and everything. So just my name or ellagracebell.com. That's all my stuff's there. Everywhere? Everywhere. Including MySpace? I don't have MySpace anymore. You're missing the boat. Is it actually like coming back though? Yeah. We're going to make yep. it come We're back. We're making it come okay. back. Okay. I can help you with that maybe. That? <laughs> How can you help? Edible straws. I'll make an account. Yes, please. We'll like be friends and we'll hang out <laughs> on MySpace. Yeah. Uh. I think we should <laughs> make an account. That's going to help us. <laughs> can you make our account? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Rob needs help with his password. I, I, okay. Yeah. It's got to be an easy <laughs> password. I'm never gonna remember. Do you have a social media strategy? Or do you do you enjoy the the aspect of being online and checking and? Yeah, well, I love the I love the internet. Like the internet is like my second favorite thing aside from like art and photography because I get to meet so many cool people. Um, like all the people at the show that I've been internet friends with for like X number of years or months or whatever, I finally get to meet them in person. I've met some amazing friends that are not even. Um, like photography people, just people just, I met my boyfriend on Tinder, so that's cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I I think the internet's amazing and it's such a, like an amazing resource for people that want to be photographers or artists or musicians and there's so much inspiration, but then that's also like a catch 22 because you see everything, nothing's new anymore, but you just gotta like rework it, right? 
Um, but no, for strategy, I don't really have one to be completely honest. Um, I try and post like at least once a week on my Instagram and Facebook. I've kind of just like abandoned. <laughs> Seems like almost everybody has. Yeah. I had like my Facebook page going and it was like going really good and I was getting lots of jobs from it. And then all of a sudden it just stopped mm-hmm. and I was, I had it linked up to my Instagram, so it was just getting posted automatically, but I just kind of stopped that because no one looks at it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So personal Facebook and Instagram and then Twitter, I kind of use every once in a blue moon or like when I post on Instagram, it gets sent to my Twitter. So Uh. (laughs) yeah, I'm pretty low key with that. Well, awesome. Well, we appreciate you uh, making the time to stop by. Yeah, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Absolutely. Best of luck. Thanks. Looking forward to seeing the rest of the work that you kick out in co- the coming years. Yeah, thanks. I got a whole bunch of retouching to do when I get home, so soon. <laughs> you got to sit with that bottle of wine and just retouch it? Totes. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> to download this episode in the entire season seven and all seasons before this, go to rggedupodcast.com and also subscribe to us on iTunes where we publish a new episode every Wednesday. Every single hump day. Every single hump day without fail. You can set your clock to it. How do you do that? I don't know, but you can do it. <laughs> Which clock? <laughs> your internal clock. How do you set your internal clock to that? I don't know. You just do. You just do. It's a, it's a magical, mythical thing. It's daddy it's magic. Just, it is daddy magic. <laughs> it's daddy magic. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's got the daddy magic. Shh, don't tell anybody. He's got old man strength and daddy magic. I do. Old man strength is important. When does old man strength really set in? It kicks in in your early 40s, but then it starts to pick up speed. When you hit 50, it really starts to pick up speed. Like, you can open a bottle like nobody's business. Yeah, like his grip. Like, he grips stuff. And it's yeah. just like he can I, don't bend, need, I don't need vice grips anymore. He can I bend can a C-stand. I can grab yeah. a bolt and undo it. It's really weird. I can't open any jar my dad closes. Ah, see, ridiculous. he's got old man strength. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a skill. It's OMS. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have OMS. Look it up. Ralph's got OMS. <laughs> Good Lord. Rob Grimm, what happens when you learn from proven success secrets from working pros in the industry? Your brain explodes and you get rainbow pinwheels in your eyes. Oh, and you make more money. And you have a successful, sustainable career that's probably pretty rewarding as an, to you as an individual, I would say. Absolutely. Wouldn't Rob, you? we just started making business tutorials in photography, too. If you want to learn about pricing, yeah. you want to learn about marketing, yeah. you want to learn about SEO, Yeah. if you don't have a actual method for your seo and your inbound hub mm-hmm. if you're relying on social media your host what happens when instagram turns off which they're doing your host your host yeah so actually this year we're dedicated and we're going to be releasing a lot of business content so photographers that yeah. maybe didn't go to business school or they just want to get updated knowledge on today's practices and stay current most photographers didn't go to business school yeah most Photographers don't even think about business when they go into business being a photographer. And that's a crucial, crucial mistake. So we're diversifying our portfolio of, it's not just photographic knowledge, it's about the business side. Not only are we diversifying, we're helping people to make sure that they understand what they need to do to price themselves, to have sustainability, and be able to make it in the long run, because it ain't easy. So no matter what genre of photographer you are, whether you're portrait, whether you're commercial, whether you're editorial Learning how to price yourself and have that discussion with the client is important because you can always be leaving money on the table and you don't want to feel like you left money on the table. No. You're really you're really pronouncing everything here. You feel strongly about this. I do. Yeah. I'm I'm real I'm I feel strongly. Yeah, I'm watching you. My coffee like, just kicked in. Oh, that's why. Actually or the bourbon just wore off. I don't know. One or the other. 
Maybe both. Maybe both. But go if you go to ProUD.com, you can you can stream it. Yeah, which is good. We invented it. It's <laughs> amazing. ProEDU is now unlimited. Get access to every single tutorial. Sign up at ProEDU.com today. podcast is officially over. See you next time. Never stop.